Most B2B SaaS companies are aware of the importance of speaking to customer pain points through their marketing, but they often have no practical ideas for how to actually do this. As a result, they tend to speak only about their products, features, and benefits in their content. And you might ask, what's wrong with that? The problem is it's a missed opportunity to create higher converting content from your foundational SaaS website pages to your content marketing. Now, the reason pain point content converts at a higher rate is simple. When you can connect how your product features solve acute problems that your prospects experience, the value of your product becomes clear and compelling. When you only focus on benefits, you're relying on prospects to make those connections on their own. And more often than not, they don't. So how do you do this in practice? We've spoken previously about how to address pain points in your positioning. In this episode, we'll offer practical advice on how to incorporate pain points into three key types of B2B SaaS content. Number one, how-to blog posts. Two, competitor comparison pages. And three, alternatives to pages. But before we get there, I'll share a story of a light bulb moment that I had about the conversion potential of pain point content. I'm Mark Thomas. I'm the head of growth at Powered by Search. And today I'm going to talk you through some of the best knowledge that we have on building B2B SaaS businesses. Now, if any of this is interesting to you and you want to read more, you should go to our website. It's poweredbysearch.com and check us out there. Now, in a previous role, I was working with a competitor of SurveyMonkey. And I decided to run a test to compare conversion rates between top of funnel non-pain point content and bottom of funnel pain point content. I'll call those tofu and bofu from here. To do this, I created two kinds of articles. One was a tofu guide targeting the keyword, what is the net promoter score? The other was a bofu pain point piece on how to create a survey. I was expecting the bofu piece to convert higher, but the extent to which it did surprised me. The Tofu Guide sent very few conversions, even though the traffic volume was much higher overall, and we ranked on the first page for that term also. Meanwhile, the Bofu Pain Point piece consistently converted 20% of all visitors into customers. Seven months after it was published, that one article still generated between 100 and 150 signups per month through organic search. Significantly more than the Tofu Guide, even with a fraction of the search volume. This backed up the thesis that I agreed with, that addressing specific pain points, when done well, makes more compelling and higher converting content. In this example, we had success driving traffic to our pain point content through SEO. And that's great when you can achieve it. And you absolutely should optimize any content that you produce, including pain point content. But regardless of using pain point content for SEO, it can be extremely valuable for companies when used as sales enablement material. Picture this. You're the person who drove the idea of a business model that was one of the main reasons that HubSpot pulled off such a good IPO. And then you join a startup that has a few thousand dollars MRR, not tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands, just thousands. Find out more about why Pete Caputa made that big career move and how he grew Databox from a few thousand MRR to hundreds of thousands. That's episode two of Inflection Point, available wherever you get your podcasts. Back to the show. How-to blog posts are a classic form of pain point content. When someone is searching for how to do something, this is an indicator that they've got a problem to solve immediately. 
And in B2B SaaS, the formula is identify specific problems that your product solves and create content which explains or link to the pages that do how your product works to solve it. As an example, our client Connect365 makes lead management software. And one of the main problems that they help their customers solve is improving results from prospecting. So we help them create a foundational blog post on the topic, how to get more customers through prospecting, it was called. The approach to this type of how-to content doesn't have to be complicated. It just needs two key elements. State the pain that you solve so prospects can instantly relate and explain how your product solves that pain or link to a page that explains it in depth. Here's the simple opening that we use stating the relevant pain points of Connect365's customers when it comes to prospecting. A business of any size needs to attract new customers to survive. But in today's business world, customer attention spans are shorter and the need for immediate gratification is greater. And the noise to reach new customers and prospects is louder than ever before. Now their customers can immediately relate to these pain points. We know that this because they bring these exact problems up on sales calls. And then we go on to provide seven strategically chosen tactics that help solve these problems. So we've got use email marketing, create a cold calling system, leverage social media marketing, build organic growth through SEO, leverage existing customers, show off your authority, and stand out for the competition. This is where we begin to tie in Connect365's product. Their four core features are email automation, lead management, social media automation, and sales follow-up. Now in the body sections that describe how each tactic works, we tie in their product and include links to the corresponding product or feature page where they can learn more about Connect Solution. For example, in the section on leveraging social media marketing, we place a link to their social media automation page. This allows visitors to easily navigate to a page that provides in-depth content about how Connect 365 software works. And we also included a specific pain point related to managing social media that their product addresses. We said, if you can't find the time to consistently post thought leadership content to stay top of mind with your network, then it's time to call for some help. Okay, so by continuing to tie back to specific pain points in each section, we are able to draw a clear connection between acute problems that their prospects experience and how their product works to solve them. Next, let's talk about competitor comparison pages. Competitor comparison pages are essential assets for any B2B SaaS company in a competitive market. They work great for both SEO and sales enablement. Quintessential examples are pages like FreshBooks versus QuickBooks, Drift versus Intercom, Salesforce versus HubSpot. If you Google those things, you'll find those pages. Now, when people search for comparisons like these, there are two layers of pain points that they're trying to solve. They want to figure out, firstly, what are the differences between these two products? And second, which option is going to solve my specific pain points better? I.e., which one is actually best for my business? Great competitor comparison pages should address both of these. A good example of this page is a page we created for our client, EventMobi. It's a comparison between them and one of their top competitors, SwapCard. Now, in working with EventMobi, we learned that their two core differentiators are greater customization of event pages and support for video streaming. So on the comparison page, we addressed each one of these points. We created a section describing the specific differences in customization 
and then we included a section explicitly calling out the pain point of Swapcard's lack of built-in video functionality while explaining how EventMubby works differently. Through these sections, we are able to address both layers of pain points for readers. The specific problems EventMubby solves for users, things like greater customization of event pages, and who they're best for. Things like, if you want to have video streaming capabilities, you should go with EventMubby, right? And finally, let's talk about uh, Alternatives to Pages. Now, Alternatives to Pages are very similar to competitor comparison pages. And in fact, sometimes they're the same thing. For example, with the EventMobby page that I described just a minute ago, we use that same page to address both types of search queries, EventMobby versus SwapCard and SwapCard Alternative. However, often alternative pages are done as list style posts, where you list several alternatives to a competitor, including your own, and describe the ways in which they're each different. Both options are on the table. Now, one thing to note is the potential difference in intent. When someone types in X company plus alternative, there's a strong chance that they're currently an unsatisfied user of that product and are already looking for a different solution. In this case, that unhappiness is one of their pain points. So again, like comparison pages, there are multiple layers of pain points to address. The pain point your product solves and the pain points people have with their current solution. Effective alternative pages should address both whenever possible. A solid example of an alternative page is the list post from Dashword, which is entitled Best Clear Scope Alternatives and Competitors. Now, Dashword is a competitor to the popular SEO tool ClearScope. And so they created a page targeting that keyword, ClearScope Alternatives. In the introduction, they highlight the pain point that many SEO tools, including ClearScope, are expensive. So here's what they say. ClearScope is a great tool that helps marketing teams write better content to increase their organic traffic. But the high price may make you consider other SEO software. I did the research and tried all the ClearScope alternatives out there to see how they compare. Pretty great. Now, anyone tired of paying a high price for ClearScope or looking for a more affordable alternative can instantly relate to this pain point. Then their post consists of a list of alternative tools to help visitors understand what their options are so that's another pain point that they're looking to solve. And importantly, they place their solution at the top of the list, describe its various features, and highlight how it solves the pain of SEO tools being expensive. Now let's bring this all together. These are not the only types of pain point content you can create. From use case pages to MoFu tools like calculators and templates, there are many more. With that said, incorporating pain points into your marketing goes beyond content. They should really be weaved into your overarching SaaS marketing strategy involving your positioning, PPC, and SEO. Companies who use this approach are winning more customers by being clear about the problems that they solve. I'll see you next time. Now, if you enjoyed that today and you want to do something about your B2B SaaS marketing, you should get in touch with us. You can do that by going to poweredbysearch.com and checking out our assessment page or you can browse the case studies and blogs that we have on the site. Now, if you're not ready to do that, definitely say hi anyway. You can ping me on Twitter. I'm at I am Mark Thomas. That's Mark with a C. Or you can ping our founder and CEO, Dev Basu, and connect with us there. Looking forward to seeing you again for another episode.